Welcome back listeners, it's Naomi T here with Real Talk, Real Situations, and Real Solutions. So because of COVID-19, of course everyone is doing this whole self-quarantine thing and social distancing and staying in the house, which has been very rough for me because I just don't like staying in the house like I would rather make money and I'm still working um I'm working from home some days and then some days I have to go into the office I am not able to lift so that's been really strain on me um but not too bad at the same time but anyway because of this whole pandemic I have been doing, um, spending a lot of time self-reflecting, um, and it honestly took a lot for me to even do or to admit some of the things that I'm going to tell you guys today. So from that, you can obviously guess that today's topic is about reflection. So this episode is going to be called Reflection one-on-one, one-on-one. So, I want to take you all on a journey of my emotions with anger, with lust, with strong like for someone for the past couple of weeks, um, having thoughts of confusion, sleepless nights, um, because my spirit was basically unsettled. So, what I want you guys to take from this, and I want you to remember this, um, You cannot do what you have always done. You will get what you have always gotten. Just hold on to that quote for a minute because we're going to come back to that. Okay, so today's artist is my absolute favorite in the whole entire world. It is Rihanna. Did you know that Rihanna is the wealthiest female musician to date? She even makes more money than Beyonce. (laughs) Bet you guys didn't know that. I really love Rihanna. Um, She is just like one of my favorites, absolute favorites. Um, so yeah, anyway, so that'll be our artist for today. So back to this whole reflection thing. All right. So from previous episodes, I've talked about dating, trying to get back out there. So the last person that I dated, was not physically my type. Like, when I told people that I was dating him, they was just like, really? I don't see that. Because, okay, so let me tell you. The type of guys that I'm normally used to are, like, physically fit. Um, You know, they're into working out. They're nine times out of ten. I don't know what it is about football bodies, but they played football in some sorts. And you can kind of tell that they've played football before. So, and then I like dark-skinned guys. I say that a lot. I just have a preference. It's nothing against light-skinned men. I just have a preference. So, with this particular person, like, he was not 
my typical type. Like, he was light-skinned. He did not have the physical aspects that I normally go for. So, honestly, like, I had to look past the physical aspect of him and really search deeper to find an attraction to him. And I even told him, like, this is something that I'm learning because normally I look at you and be like, yeah, no, bro, we're not, we're not going to work because physically you're just not what I am used to. You're not what I expect. Like I have expectations when it comes to physical attraction. So for me to kind of put that aside, um, it was a really huge deal for me, um, so, I do want to be honest about this whole situation because, honestly, that's the only way I have gotten over it is by being honest with myself. Um, and that's all That's all I'm about is honesty with myself and with the people around me. So, I did focus a lot on the negative aspects of what this relationship was building then I did pay attention to the positive things. I demanded very aggressively what this man was not going to put me through because of what VX has put me through. My favorite line to him was, you're side bitching me. I know you're like, what? So it's funny because when I was a side bitch, I look back and I realize. Well, actually, no. When I was a side bitch, I was in denial about actually being one. Like, people kept telling me that, and I was like, no, I'm not. Like, how can I be the side bitch? That's just not the case. Um, but when I look back, I realized, like, yo, you were a legit side bitch. That's crazy. And it took a lot for me to actually accept that. But anyway, from this relationship and it was a very quick relationship um not exclusively but like building towards something more um I went through a roller coaster of emotions with this guy um because I kept replaying me getting hurt like I've been before so in my head that was the end result from this whole situation from things that I was noticing things that I was seeing I just felt like okay it's possible that you can get hurt from this, Naomi. So you really need to put your guard up or you need, you really need to do whatever it is you need to do so that you won't get hurt. And I honestly thought if I was more aggressive and more forthcoming about what I didn't want to happen to me, that it will work. And I do believe it could have worked if I didn't talk at the man and actually talk to him. Like I was saying, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. I don't like that. So don't do this. And literally I had that tone. I had that attitude. I had all of that within talking to him while well, talking at him instead of talking to him. Now, if I actually sat back and allowed him to show me how he can treat me, then focus on the things I didn't like, I feel like we probably could have gotten more further. Um... But again, like, it was hard for me to do. Like, I'm still learning. I'm still healing. So that it was hard for me to kind of get to that place or get to that person that I needed to be. So when we come back, I'll talk about how I made myself 
a nervous wreck. And yes, I did make myself a nervous wreck because he really did not do much. I, I was just pinpointing things that VX has done to me and was just focusing on those things. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about how I created a nervous wreck within myself. Okay, so if you know me, you know I'm not a huge social media person. Um, I don't log onto my social media and be on it for hours and scrolling through people's stuff. I just, it's just not me um, anymore. I used to do that, but the older I get, the more I realize social media is very damaging um, and very negative. So I just don't really give my time towards it. And I probably should because of being an entrepreneur, but guys, I'm an in-person type of person. <laughs> I don't like social media like that. I really don't. Um, I get on social media, post what I need to post for business and I get right back off. But with this particular person, because he was on social media, I felt like I needed to be on there. Why? I don't know. That's something else I got to learn to stray away from. Like, just because you're on social media a lot, I'm not about to do that. As long as we have an understanding that when we're around each other, there's no social media. Like, it just needs to be us and that's it. But for some reason, I just felt like I needed to match his social environment a little bit. Because he's he was like super social and I'm anti. And I'm a people's person and I get along with people so well, but I'm just not, like, I don't get up and be like, oh, I just got to be around people today. Like, that's not me. I prefer to be home, chilling in my own space, you know, just like that type. Um, and he was the total opposite. So it was kind of weird for me. Um, so I felt like, because I was pushing being on social media so much, that's one of the reasons where I went wrong. Because I should have, I stood, ugh. I should have stayed doing what I normally do, regardless of what he does. Um, when dating someone, social media should not be your way of communication, especially with posting sub subliminals. And I feel like we both did that a lot. Um, I'm the type of person that if I give you my number, use it. I, I And let me tell you, just to get off topic, like when I say I'm serious about using my number, there was a guy that I was talking to like a year or so ago, and he just kept nagging me, kept trying to talk to me, kept just doing everything and asking me for my number and all this stuff. So eventually, I finally gave it to him. So... Once he got it, it was like he would hit me up every now and then, wouldn't really talk that much or whatever. But then he started like messaging me on social media and it would be like, hey, what's up or whatever the case may be. And I would be like, why the fuck are you messaging me on Messenger or through Instagram when you have my number? Do y'all know? I, I warned him first. I said... If you message me on here again, when you have my number, I will block you. So he did it again and I blocked him. 
but I also blocked him from my phone as well because I, I, I just didn't want to be bothered anymore. So when I say use it, I really mean use it because I don't give my number out like that. Unless we're conducting business, that's the only time I give my number out. Other than that, if it's for personal usage, mm, no, I'm not giving you my number because we have nothing to talk about. That's just the bitchy side of me. But other than that, you know, I'm okay. But anyway, I don't really like people posting subliminal messages and then expecting me to read it when you really just could have communicated whatever you wanted to by contacting me directly. Um, I am working on how to communicate effectively with people because I know I talk at people and not to them and that's something I'm learning to work on because I'm the dominant person in my household so it's really hard like I'm even learning how to do it with my family because I'm trying to now that I've learned that I can no longer carry them I need them to be equals so I'm trying to What's the word that I'm looking for? I'm trying to figure out how to communicate with them effectively to where I'm not talking at them, but I'm talking to them because I want them to be on the same page that I'm on. It's not, no, I'm going to be doing everything, so this is what you're going to do. It's, this is what's going to happen. I need you guys to, you know, do whatever it needs to be done to get to where we need to be. So... And I realize that plays a part in my relationships because I'm so dominant. I really don't know how to give in to a man. Like, I don't know. It's it's super hard. But, you know, I'm trying. I know that right person will, you know, get me to that point. But whatever. So the second place I went wrong was sexual intercourse. Don't judge me. Please don't judge me. <laughs> but because sex for me is a very important factor in relationships, I make it my business to know how you are in bed before I even decide to commit. So here's why. I, I have to give you the why because I feel like you you might just be like, what? So here's why. So if you are bad in bed and really can't be worked with, nine times out of ten I'll probably cheat on you and that's not even just me that goes for any woman or man if you're not sexually satisfied by someone then nine times out of ten you're probably gonna cheat on them so instead of me doing that or to even get to that point if I sleep with you and know okay you know this is this may work because I'm I'm not gonna cheat on you that you you seem to satisfy me um then you know we can move forward but if not then i'm not go i'm not even going to commit and i'm not going to get your whole tie i'm just going to walk away now if you try to egg me on and try to figure out why i'm walking away i will tell you that was horrible and we're not doing it again i try to find a nice way to tell it but if you try to like go back and forth with me then i will be mean about it um now i don't fault myself for you know, the interaction in itself, because we honestly, no, that means not, let me not say we, I did what I felt. So I'm not going to fault myself for that. I fought myself because it was way too early. 
and it was not the right timing. But I also had started being celibate again and a sister was long overdue. <laughs> so that that made me give in to my late night shenanigans, which I really shouldn't have, but you know how it can be. But when I look back, I realized that my guard started to come up full force and so did my defense mechanisms after that sexual intercourse. And because of that, I reacted hor horrifically and aggressively. So when we come back, I'll discuss how I saw these things and what I had to do to correct it and move forward from there. So for days after we had our last in-face interaction, um, I was really left with a wandering mind, a wandering soul, a wandering spirit. And I knew our energy shifted with the discussion that we had and the way I left it. Um, and honestly, it was really after like a very chill and peaceful day and I'm I dread it because I really screwed that up um and I couldn't sleep after that like I literally mentally my mom was fighting my heart my mom was saying why give him the chance to do something that's already been done but my heart was saying he is not your ex give him a chance and a fair one at that sadly I let my mind win I let my anger win. I let my aggression win. These are all defense mechanisms I have created to protect my heart. And honestly, got, they've gotten me nowhere. Um, so I decided to do some counseling. And, and this is very recent, like within this month. And as I did that, I realized, you know, you were really in the wrong. I had to keep telling myself you're wrong no matter how much you want to be right about this situation. I was wrong. Um, my, and the more I realized that, um, the worse I started to feel about the situation. So my spirit was heavy and I just knew something wasn't right. I knew I had to do something about this whole situation to get my spirit to be settled and calm again. Um, I wanted to talk to this guy, but I couldn't because I deleted his number all out of everything that I did was out of anger. I kid you not. I deleted his number and then he blocked me from social media. Now I'm leaving out a couple of other things in between that, but I don't want to go into full detail. Um, I then saw that he wiped me completely out, like literally completely out. Um, and that hurt me. Like I, I really was hurt by that. And, you know, a part of me tried to still play the cold hearted bitch and move on, pretend like it didn't hurt me, but I was really hurt by that. And for some reason, because I'm so used to doing this, I kept trying to make this about me. Then I realized with counseling, what if this man did feel some type of way because of the way I handled things? Um, what if he liked me just as much as I liked him, but just didn't know how to show it? 
So what I realized, guys, is I am beyond self-centered. Like, so self-centered that I really don't take a step back to see what the other person may be going through. But I haven't always been this way. Um, be Because of my bad experiences, it has become hard. Became, sorry. It has became hard to give people fair chances. Um, because I'm I'm super guarded. Like, it's extremely hard for me to let that guard down and to actually give someone the opportunity to show me they're worth my attention, they're worth my time, they're worth everything that I have to offer, all of that stuff. Not saying that all of these people do, you know, are worth me, the real me. Um, It just takes time. Like, you have to learn how to give bits and pieces at a time. You can't just give everything. And I felt like a part of me gave too much too soon. So that's something I know for the future that I will really need to work on. Um, So I'm going to tell you what I did. I emailed him a week after we got into it and asked for some photos that we took. And I knew... That literally would show how cold-hearted I can be and pretending like nothing happened and like I didn't really care. And you know what? I got no response. (laughs) Like nothing, no nothing, nothing from then. That's when I realized, okay, he completely wiped me out. Of course, I did some investigating because I just had to, but... (laughs) But I realized, okay, he completely wiped me out. Like, I, done, I probably done pissed him off with that email because prior to then, I wasn't wiped out. But because I sent that email and pretended like I really gave two shits, um, well, I, I, that I really didn't give two shits, um, that probably forced him to wipe me completely out because it made it seem like I really didn't care and that wasn't the case. So, two weeks later, and I realized how wrong I was, and I sent an apology email. So, from this apology email, I let it sit for a couple of days because I had to reread it and keep rereading it and just make sure that this cannot be about Naomi Tisha right now. It has to be about how wrong I am and how I want to make things right with this person and realizing where I was wrong and apologizing for the things that I did. So a part of me wants a response back from this email because, you know, being the bigger person or whatever, you know, sometimes you want a response, but it doesn't always happen that way. But I also had to do this for myself because I wasn't sleeping good and my spirit since the that day I left his house has been very distorted. So I knew that it was something that I also needed to do for myself. So do you know that the day I sent that email, a weight was lifted from my spirit and that same night I got like the best sleep ever that I needed because I hadn't been sleeping in like weeks, days, 
there would be like sporadics. Like I would sleep for a little bit, wake up, sleep for a little bit, wake up. That whole night, I woke up maybe like one time and that was to go to the bathroom and then I went right back to sleep. Um, so can you talk about baggage much? <laughs> I was literally carrying so much stuff and I, I had to let it go. So now, um, I go back to the saying I said to take from this. You can't do what you have always done. You will get what you have always gotten. So for the first time in my life, I did something different. I realized my wrongdoings and I apologized for it. And I never do that. Like, I don't apologize to people. I just walk away and be like, you know what? It is what it is. I I was wrong in this, this case, but whatever. We're not talking now anyway, so why should I apologize? But I actually did something that I've never done before. Um, will I get this person back? Probably not. <laughs> and I am okay with that now. Um, because I now know how to move going forward and how to be different, how to work on my mouth, how to work on this guard that I have up, how to work on my defense mechanisms to protect my heart. All of that stuff are things that I need to work on in the future. So I say all of this to say, I encourage you to self-reflect, see if there are some things you can do differently and actually do them because you don't know how much you are holding your back yourself back from moving forward or from becoming the person that you need to be for the right person. It does take a lot of work and it takes a lot of self-reflection. It takes a lot of healing from past situations that you have to learn to let go. Have I done that completely? No, I have not. But I am in the process of doing it. And it will happen for me one day. Just like it will happen for you guys one day. It It's not an easy process. I can guarantee you that. But it is something that can be done. Um, I did write a poem about this. But I'm not quite finished yet. So I'm not going to share it. I did want to. But I would just say, just look out for my blogging um, page. If you follow me on Facebook, my Facebook name is Naomi Tisha. My blogging page is Me versus a Better Me on Facebook. And then on Instagram, it is Painfully Empowered. So um, just make sure you look out for that because I'll probably be posting that either this week or maybe next week, I'm not sure. Um, just It just depends on when I'm done writing it. But I hope you guys enjoyed this message. I hope you guys take what I said to heart and make sure that you remember that saying. You cannot do what you have always done because you will always get what you have always gotten. All right, guys, until next time.